The following episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Laura Pickren, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Devious Pop-Tart, Irene Viarito, Ryan Royce, Andy Dossett, Danielle Bramhall-Smith, Elizabeth Clark, Eric Whitman, Jessica Smith, Charles Compton, Natasha Rallerson, Richard Cree, The Cam Family, David Scrams, Dustin Troop, Edvarth Arnoff, Michael Clark, Rebecca Gauman, and Shelby Johnson, as well as all of our generous patrons. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Everrunner Nude, a actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? I don't want to talk about it. Hob. I know. I know. Um, Hob's, Hob's just up a creek, man. Um, <laughs> I do need to... <laughs> Jeff has questions for Eric and Philip, who know a lot more of what Hob would know about Eberron things before he... Basically, Hob is tasked to um, convince the new, uh, I guess, immigrants that come from Droam, specifically, to join... Uh, to not join House Jurasco, but to join House Deneth's... Thrashk. Or Thrashk, but to join House Deneth's uh, bounty hunter... Mercenary, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, that's 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 it. It's just bad. It's just a bad. Like it doesn't sound bad, but it is bad. Let me tell you, it's bad. It <laughs> it doesn't sound bad. I, but it's bad. Yeah, Eris made an entirely functional bird, and her four best friends in the world didn't say anything about it. That's very true. It's very true. There are other things going on <laughs> with the other characters. <laughs> now it's true. Reynard, that's on Reynard. Hob's got some things. <laughs> Reynard wow. was busy unpacking all of his baggage to Hutch while you all were talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hutch and Reynard are now. There's going to be a, a B plot to the <laughs> the podcast. We're going to start our own campaign <laughs> spinoff. Anyway, I mean that's what happened. I think okay. that's what happened. We, we all right. We talk. We. <laughs> We got extorted. <laughs> you successfully recovered Kath, which is good. We were um, successfully extorted. I don't know if extortion is the right word. Yes, extortion is precisely the correct <laughs> Jeff word. Jeff is trying to figure out if Kath owes Hob or if Hob owes Kath at this point, because I'm really not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that you owe Kath out of this current situation. <laughs> or rather, rather, if... if if, uh, yeah, you're right. If Kath owes Hob, <laughs> or if Hob has evened the playing field. Oh, gotcha. For you know, because she, she got arrested because of the thing he did. Oh. You know uh, how that happened? <laughs> I don't feel like that was exactly Hob's fault. <laughs> she also saved your life. I mean, 
Um, this I is honestly <laughs> did not remember what happened because I've had so much Nyquil this week. <laughs> you you you've had you've had the disease for a week, so you're you're exempt. From, so I'm from glad we're talking right about this because I was so lost the first few minutes because I was like, I don't remember. I literally don't remember a thing. I will I will let Wait. you in on something, Trevor. We actually we actually I don't know if you knew this. We release these as a podcast. <laughs> Uh, so if you need to go back for a refresher, now I know that I'm speaking uh, in a, like just fully out of both sides of my face because I don't remember anything that ever happens, and I sure don't listen to these again. But you can give it a shot. <laughs> okay. We went. We went to the general. Yes. To say, as as our Discord has informed us, had an opportunity to save some money on car insurance. Yes. Um, which, which that joke never crossed my mind the entire time we were calling him the general. I was yep. just so I'm angry really that he it. was like, you can call me general. And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, oh, so uh, this is another downtime episode uh, for those of you that didn't read the title before you clicked to listen. Um, and um, yeah, so we are going to cut to, we're not going to pick up right where we left off. Um, and instead, you all have been tasked uh, about three days later. Um, you got a call from Vigo uh, basically informing you all that there's an incident going on um, at one of the, not Boromar owned, uh, associated with Boromar um, meat packing facilities. <laughs> um <laughs> You mean and, every office? Yes, yes. Uh, Satan's, Satan's office. Um, no, uh, and you all are the closest crew to go uh, deal with the situation, and so it's kind of it's kind of like a, a an emergency call of like mobilize and go kind of thing. How did that work? How did how did he do that? Yeah, he said he called us, so I'm kind of curious. He we got a messenger. call from Vigo. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I installed a, a sending I mean, stone in the fish I, on the wall. I, I was going to say, I mean, spe- spe- spells exist. I was so yeah, curious yeah. what the... So we have sent, a Billy sent, Bass. He, he sent uh, sending um, out to... Who would be the... Tar- Milo. Milo would have been the target for, for a sending spell. Um, so yeah, Milo, you got a message from Vigo in your head, which isn't at all disconcerting. Um, of 20, 25 words giving you the location of this meat packaging facility and saying emergency, get there now come armed so and get your friends <laughs> so um, so yeah uh, I, I, I want to basically pick up in media res uh, for you all uh, A, so that we can get to some action and B, so uh, people won't remark about how a reduced episode is an hour and a half uh, again. So uh, let's let's cut to um, you all arriving on the scene in Tasha. Um, uh, first off, let's just take a beat. And how is uh, just on the drive over? We don't need to get into full role play mode. Uh, how's everyone doing? How's everyone's like just uh, energy, I guess? Hob, Hob is no longer sulking. Uh, I don't know that he was necessarily sulking in the first place, but he's Hob's a head down and move forward kind of guy. So like, yeah, he understands the situation that his life is in now, and under, and that you know, life continues to move. Um, 
That's pretty Eris much. is having a nervous breakdown. And Hob. <laughs> Hob. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, Milo is. Milo is distant. Like lost in his thoughts. Just not speaking much at all. Reynard is feet up, peeling an apple with a knife. Just straight chilling. Not reading the room at all. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> On brand for Reynard. That's going to change the arc. So Eris, don't worry, everyone. <laughs> oh, God. Eris is piloting aggressively. Gotcha. So, Reynard, a couple times you're jostled a little bit as you're lackadaisically peeling an apple uh, on the it's, ride. It's an accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he accidentally stabs Hob. <laughs> <laughs> that was also an accident. Yeah. Um, so you all arrive on the scene, and yeah, you see some uh, some halflings and a couple of dwarves standing out in front of this medium-sized warehouse it's not very large um and they see you all coming and it's clear that uh at least one of your descriptions was given to them uh and they kind of start waving you over frantically oh they're uh they're not much for stealth but i suppose we should go over (laughs) eris does a donut (laughs) (laughs) just a short stop like uh. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sharn drifting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do you all... Where where are we? I'm sorry if you said it, I didn't catch it. I didn't. Um, let's say you're in... It could even be, you could just say it's a place we know or a place we don't. Would be fine. I mean, it. it's not a place that you frequent enough to, okay. to be familiar with. I okay, guess. cool, cool. Um... So, so yeah, uh, this, especially there's, there's one halfling that kind of has the, the horseshoe side and back cut bald on top. Um, I say that like, that's a, a specific haircut that people get. Um, just mean you went bald. <laughs> is, that, is that a haircut choice? Yeah. That's <laughs> not an aspirational haircut for most <laughs> young men. To be fair, I have seen, seen at least one person get that haircut intentionally. Uh, it was for a, for a show he was in. I was, was, say, yeah. was it for Spirit Week? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he was not asked by the director to do it. He just showed up at rehearsal that way. Um, <laughs> Is that my sister's fiance? Because he did that too. No, no. Um, now that I can see. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you would like to see the person I'm talking about, tune into Kyber Shards on YouTube. Uh, the guy who plays he wasn't Hog asked there. to do that. <laughs> no. Um, sorry, this is this is not. This is nothing. Yeah. This is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, the 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 bald halfling, hair on sides, brunette um, hair on the back and sides of his head, uh, very pale skin and uh, freckles on his face is kind of like waving you and walking towards you. Uh, okay, now is this a halfling and two dwarfs? There's a, no, there's a there's a smattering of halflings and a couple dwarves mixed, like and like a couple, the crew, okay. the the staff had fled outside, but one okay. of them is approaching you. And it seems like this is primarily manned by halflings, but also some dwarves. Harris, goggles down, mask up. Okay. And it's, so, out. it's like 1130 in the morning is kind of the time of day. Is is Eris bringing Tasha with us in the bird form? Uh, yes. Okay. Just good to know. 
at, at this point, the the gentleman is close enough to be like, "Oh, hello! Uh, thank you for thank you for coming." Um, I uh, there's there's some some creatures in there um, that are uh, just wrecking everything. Um, they're they're eating a lot of the meat, and we need them dealt with, please and thank you. And I was told that you were the group to to get that done. I think Milo has to hold Hob back when he hears they're eating all of the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I can see Milo trying to do that. It's a symbolic. What are thing. they? What are they? Uh, I've I've never um, I've never seen anything like them before. They they look like uh, like uh, quadrupedal beasts, uh, maybe canine, but you can see some exposed bone. Um, they may be undead in some capacity. So if any of you uh, deal radiant damage, that might be a, a boom. Um, yeah, what? I... It's a, Ra- like ra- radiant damage. People, people that worship uh, 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 gods, sometimes the bright radiant light comes from them, and it's especially... Di- you know what? Never mind. Clearly you I don't think know you're what... Different, I think you're playing a different game, mate. Yeah, that's, uh, okay. That's, that's not us. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. Um, that... that then neither here nor there, but they are very large, and so zo- zombie dogs. Yeah. Talking about zombie dogs. I was going to say zombie dogs. <laughs> if that gets you there, then sure. Um, yes. Uh, so they, yeah. Uh, anything you need for me? I, I hope not, but I, I'm, I feel obliged to ask. Um. Oh, I mean, a, a bit of an idea of more, more helpful attitude. Well, I mean, I, sh- sure. Uh, you know. Uh, Hob, Hob he's is just a, kind of looking like helplessly around at all of you like I can't I can't narrate this because I think Hob might actually have more social grace than Jeff does but Hob <laughs> Hob delicately threads the needle between not offending Eris like he's trying to talk over her or or make up for her tactlessness right now but also like make it clear that he's the one to talk to uh, right now um Perhaps you could tell us a bit more about what we might find in there. Um, not beastly. Uh, are there giant meat hooks hanging off the ceiling? Are there um, uh, Are there other offices we might need to clear, or rooms, or is it all one big kind of warehouse in there? There's there's one there's my office that uh, that I I sometimes spend some time in for clerical uh, means. But other than that, it's it's a large uh warehouse with some uh, equipment like you suggested some some hooks where the meat hangs to where we can uh where we can properly butcher it and uh then some packaging stations where where the meat is packed up to be shipped off uh that's yeah sure uh, it's a it's a pretty standard operation okay well well all right then. windows milo hops out milo's walking toward the warehouse thank you is there a where is Go ahead, sorry. Yes. Uh, Philip was going to say something. Sure. Do you have, does it have windows from looking at it? That's exactly oh, what I was er- going to ask. Eris has moved on from the, 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 the functionary. Yes, there, there, are, there are windows uh, that you can see uh, on the external. Uh, most of the windows are fairly high up, like above where most of the equipment would be, um, kind of rounding the building to where natural light can get in, but no potential uh, damage or, or break-in or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we live in a world where people can fly, so, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you won't care about those windows? We'll be able to see down into the... Uh, into the, the warehouse floor. Um, yeah. I mean, you're... Uh, 
I, I would imagine if if the meat is saved, then uh, any any cost to repair is uh, understandable. But the less collateral damage, uh, the the better. Um, I mean, the the clan agreed to to help with some of the costs of the damage. So, right. Do the windows open? Uh, I I I don't know. I I'm I'm I, I've never been up there. Eris runs towards the wall, and as she does, uh, she okay, kind bye. of stomps a couple of times um, and slings the Fletcher on her back, and Tasha jumps off her shoulder, and Eris then begins to uh, hand and feet go straight up the wall. I assume she probably ran by Milo, who's yep. already walking that way. He just sees Eris, zip, and he takes off after her. Yeah, Hob starts running too. Like Hob, uh, yeah, Hob starts running too because I assume they're not going to be alerted to her scent because of what with all the meat. But who knows? <laughs> and Reynard says, "Well, thanks, Freckles," and starts walking. He said he had Freckles walking towards the building. Yes, yes, walking toward the building <laughs> okay. behind Hob. These are important distinctions for the Reynard. <laughs> um. Okay, so, um, Eris, you would be the first one to gain any kind of visual on the uh, what's going on on the inside. So you um, see one very large... Oh, go ahead. Does the window open when I reach? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, it, it can pop open, but it's it's not, like, all the way. It's kind of a one of those, like, Can't 45 degree. Yeah. Okay, Eris holds the window open, scrambles up onto the ledge. She's small. She can sit on the ledge. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you see one very large dog and then six smaller dogs kind of just running roughshod over this, like eating the meat, tearing it down off the meat hooks. Um, I mean, oddly, like the description was accurate of zombie dogs. In fact, some of them, you see them consuming the meat and the meat just kind of falling out through the holes in their, in their belly. Um, why? (laughs) Cause it's a. I'm Ugh. painting pictures with my words. Um, they're not pretty pictures, but stop it. Um, going for more, more for a Saturn eating his children vibe. Um, um, but Eris flips a toggle on the Fletcher to activate the blast disc launcher. Oh, okay, uh, so you're flipping two story points. Yep. Everyone wants to make initiative rolls. Uh, Does it matter which one? Cooler vigilance. Um, you all know what's happening. You're going in, so it would be cool. Is it the case? Oh, wait, cool's better for me. I was going to ask, is it the case that when we when we are prepared, we get to pick? No, the rules are or was that cool, is, cool is when prepared, okay. vigilance is when not. Okay. Most DMs are soft and let you do either or when you're prepped. But. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Um, we'll just go ahead and kick it off with, um, Eris is perched up there, blast activated, uh, kicking off initiative. We'll say that Hob, um, and Milo and Reynard, I mean, there's, there's no point in hamstringing Trevor. Uh, you all have just flipped the doors open to the warehouse and kind of see what's going on. Um, and the, uh, the beasts kind of stop and turn at you all and bristle as the doors fly open. We have a PC slot. Eris would like to shoot the things before her blast is going to harm people. Okay. 
<clears throat> so you have two groups of three, and then the one big one. They are all within a range band of each other, and the did Eris at any point relay what she sees? Because we're not at the windows. Aren't they up? Just, I don't have any no. means to... Uh, They're on the ground floor, Hob. Oh, She's okay. up looking down at them. I, okay. I got well, you, I got you. Also, I don't have any means to relay to you because we don't have sending stones. Um, the big oh. one is engaged with one of the groups of three. Excellent. I will shoot at the big one so the that if one. I successfully blast, it will... Okay. Do the same. Um, All right. So two yellow, one green, two blue. And why not? I will aim. And you are medium range from them. Okay. So two purple. Two purple. Uh, All right. I am prepared, and I roll. Behold. Okay. Three success, two advantage. All right, so to the big dude, I deal 12 damage. Okay. And I will use those two success to activate blast, which is blast five. Okay. Uh, I wish to blast the small group. So uh, Eris fires, and instead of a little flechette, a, uh, what looks, frankly, quite a lot like a, um, <laughs> like a clay pigeon, uh, launches out. Uh, except when it hits the ground, it just there's this crack like a like a flashbang uh, going off, and uh, lightning erupts out of it, zapping all about. Nice. And you all, uh, there's a faint waft of, like, cooking meat as the, the electricity also hits some of the, the loose raw meat nearby. <laughs> and also the zombie dogs. Yes. That, yeah. They would also <laughs> smell like cooking meat. <laughs> just bad. Just fetid. Um, okay, so I, uh, it is now an NPC turn. Oh, sorry. One thing. Uh, yes. When we spent money last, I obtained a tuned barrel onto the Fletcher. Uh, so it has pierced two. Ooh. Yeah, let's pierce some other people. So pierce two. So. <laughs> so I think that would just amount to two more to the. Yeah, not breach. The big pierce. Guy. No, um, no, just pierce. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, breach is whatever. Breach whatever. is the big one. Um, okay, so now we have an NPC slot. So the big dog. Now I'm just saying, Eris could build a lightsaber. We are still all outside the building. Yes. You've just. Flung the doors open, but yes. But you are Sweet. visible to the things. Okay. okay. Um, so let's say that... Um, so yeah, neither of these have ranged options. So uh, one of the, the minion groups, the one closest to the door that wasn't affected by Eris's blast, uh, sees the door fling open, and they kind of bristle and snarl, and they start sprinting at the door. Um towards you all and um let's just do a okay uh hob they're gonna come after you um so i rolled a d6 to see who they attacked um so hob guys if they bite me put me down don't try to (laughs) save me (laughs) if i get infected 
No one wants this running around the hall hungry for brains. So they're going to attack with their claws and fangs. And... Um, yeah. So that is going to be two yellow, one green. Uh, they're engaged, so that's two foiple. And, yeah, I think that's everything. And these things, once they get up close, uh, Hob, look really nasty like uh-huh. um like they're not they aren't uniform in any capacity um but they have like barbed uh bones coming up out of their tails long claws super gnarly fangs and yeah much like uh what Eris saw when she initially looked down as they started running at you some of the meat that they had eaten is like falling out <laughs> of different holes and stuff and they just like leap at you and so, yeah, zo- zombie dogs is the correct word to use. Right. Um, and we're going to roll, and that's going to be two, a one success, two advantage, and a triumph. Of course so, it is. <laughs> and their claws and fangs have vicious one also. So, um, yeah, let's... So that is going to be six damage. Okay. Oh, you have defense, don't you? I have defense one. Okay, so I need to roll one. Okay, they do not hit because that was a failure on right. the setback die. So uh, you do not take any damage. Um, two success and then triumph. Oh, that makes it so much worse because I was just going to crit with the triumph. Um, now I have to do a thing with it. Um, uh, so the two advantage, let's say you're you're caught on your heels, Hob, uh, with just the, the ferocity of them. They don't bite you. But definitely the next attack against you is going to get a boost die. Um, Or actually, no, your attack is going to get a setback die. Okay. uh, Because you're just kind of caught on your heels. Um, Okay, the Triumph. Um, They... Okay, the meat that they were like... uh, That they kind of knocked over and they were throwing around all over the place... um, just the the meat, some of the blood, all that kind of stuff has created difficult terrain on the floor of the uh, of the warehouse, just from the mess and everything. And it's going to be real slippery to to run around in there. Um, so that's what they're going to use their triumph on. Is the whole place is difficult terrain, and they have a talent called swift that allows them to not deal with difficult terrain. So um, that is their turn. Okay, so your your robes saved you. They got tangled up in your in your robes, uh, and that's why they, they kind of you, you see some tears in your in your nice robes uh, from from them attacking you. Oh, it's all. Uh, uh, hey, how big is the big one? By the way, the big like, one is, in the sense I mean, like like literal size classification, crunchy crap. Oh, crunchy crap. Um, it is. I just specifically didn't... relative to Hob, is it with is it one size larger or the same? It's or... the same size. It would be classified oh. as the same size. Okay, it's like good. a pony. Good to know. Um, good to know. <laughs> uh, Milo could write it, but the rest of you could not. Um, okay, so yeah, let's just go ahead and uh, it's an NPC turn next, and we're just going to go ahead and have uh, the big one go. Um, yeah, it doesn't have any talent that allows it to just climb up uh, vertical walls. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, Eris is the biggest threat it can perceive right now, but it's also Eris is inaccessible. So it's going to run at the new things that it can eat. 
Um, Reynard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eris is Eris is inaccessible. That is a, a deep statement. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's mul- multiple multiple layers to that statement. That's your merch. That's going on your merch. <laughs> Eris is inaccessible. <laughs> Sorry, I'm currently inaccessible. Um, okay, so this is going to be two yellow, two green. Uh, For a, what? Who? Huh? huh? Two, two purple because it's engaged in attacking in melee. With its claws and fangs. Well, goodbye. <laughs> Reynard, do you have defense? Uh, uh, why? Melee what? is one. Yes, I have one. I have melee one. Melee one defense. Excellent. Okay, so one black die. Let's roll this. Oh. Zero success, one advantage. Are you wow. kidding me? Good. Um, Good, dumb dog. Whoa. Um, <laughs> this dog, well, he does have a one intellect. Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, it, it snarls and comes at you and uh, just drool dripping off of its flings that kind of flings onto your face, Reynard, as you kind of brace yourself and stop it from, from landing on you. And with the one advantage, t- take a point of strain. This thing is terrifying and very large. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just tried to jump on you, and okay. it looks like it's going to try again uh, in a in a in a short while. So <laughs> in about six uh, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we have another PC turn. So Reynard, Hob, or Milo. Um, I can do a maneuver and an incidental in one round. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because maneuver. I mean, other than moving maneuver. Yeah. Okay. So I think uh, if if it's okay, Hob would like to go. Yeah, it's cool. He, yeah. Okay. Um, so the uh, Hob is going to kind of look around. He sees Eris up on the wall and feels that she is relatively safe up there until she chooses to come down, which she does not have to do uh, as far as he knows because she has a uh, Fletcher. Um, saw Trevor uh, Reynard <laughs> uh, deftly maneuver around whatever attack was coming at him. So he looks at Milo and uh, he reaches down and he says... I appreciate how hard you've been working. I think you're going to be a lot tougher to kill this time. And what he's doing is enacting his bodyguard maneuver. Until the end of my next turn, any combat checks against Randy are upgraded. Okay. And then he's going to look at the big dog. And he says, uh, I don't say anything. There's no time. I was going to make some big joke about arcs and and domes again. But he wants to headbutt the big dog. Because I'm playing with my new stuff. Okay. So it is the headbutt incidental. I don't know. It doesn't say what it uses as far as the role. Your head. What does the talent say? <laughs> once, per en- once per encounter, the character may perform the headbutt incidental. The character suffers two wounds and selects one engaged non-vehicle target with a silhouette of up to one higher than the characters. The target is knocked prone and is disoriented until the end of the next round. I mean that it's it's a once per encounter thing, so yeah, it's just you you do it. Okay. You you headbutt him. I headbutt him. He's knocked prone until the end of the next round, and I just kind of look at everybody like, "All right, let's get him." <laughs> and so, do I still get to attack? Uh, yeah. I mean, that was just your incidental incidental so. in a maneuver. So now I'm gonna hit him with my sesta. Um, so yeah, he's knocked down. So um, you get a boost die for attacking. 
And if, if I may, it feels awful to say I headbutt him and then punch him. So can we just combine yeah. the incidental into this attack? That, that's fine. But mechanically, <laughs> you would still get. Um, yes. You would still get the, the benefit of that. Right. Um, just trying to remember what disoriented does to a thing. Or, um, or did prone do something in a melee? Uh, prone just gives you the boost die for attacking something that's on the ground. Okay. So um, we're going to add that. Uh, adds a setback to all checks they make. Okay, that's what I was going to think. Okay, so... Um, so, Hob, yeah, you're you're doing your brawl check on this thing. You get an additional blue mm -hmm. die. Um, and so you're taking the one maneuver to get over there. So I suffered, I, I suffered a strain to give bodyguard to Milo, and then I will suffer... A, 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 pardon me, I use my maneuver... And had to suffer a strain to give body bodyguard to Milo, so it would be one more strain to get to him, right? Two strain. Two, you suffered two strain for the initial for, for an extra yep. maneuver. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no problem. Um, and then what's my difficulty? Uh, two purple because it's melee, and then uh, you get a blue for it being purple. Right, right. Okay. Uh, does it have defense? The big I, one does not. All right. So here's what happens. So I think Hob. Puts his hand on Milo's shoulder, says the little thing, and I'm going to retcon a little bit. I think that Hav asked Eris, you know, when she upgraded his Sesta, that it activates when he cracks his knuckles. <laughs> so he cracks his knuckles, and they start to spark, and he just runs at the big dog, and is just going to give him the business. He does One not failure, give the business. Six advantage. Uh, you can activate the special ability of your... Um, of your gauntlets, right? Which would blow a range band. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I don't think that would. In this I don't think that would help any. Uh, I'm just blow him out the door, and he goes and attacks the people that just ran out. Oh, um, no, the halfling got six <laughs> advantage. How many advantage does it take to activate the ability? Uh, two, two, I think. Two. It's two advantage to activate the ability. Um, I will say if you like, um. Basically, you could spend the other four advantage to say there's a ledge nearby, and you would force him to make an athletics check to try and stop from falling to whatever end that may right. <laughs> spell doom for whoever lives below this place. But okay, ooh, ooh. not your problem. I have a. Uh, what about this? What about this for six advantage? This be gross. I assume that this that you know since this is a slaughterhouse, we're on like grading, right? Ooh, sure. What if? What if? For all that advantage, there's a piece of grating missing, and I can blast him down into that. He can still get out, but he's going to be under us for a little while. Okay. Okay, so that's that. So, Hob hits the... Oh, Hob misses, somehow, the big dog, who I want to... The big dog. I want to remind, is still disoriented, despite my... And man, prone. My and prone, despite <laughs> my failure. But because he's prone, the electric shock when he hits this wet floor still rockets this dog, and he just gets lucky, and he falls into the piece of grate that's missing. Like, it's got caution tape around oh. it, so nobody's working there. So this is absolute. so, yeah, Hob runs up, headbutts the thing, and it kind of, and falls on the ground, and then Hob tries to do, like, the, the ground pound onto sure. the thing, sure. and it kind of maneuvers out of the way, but the shock wave caused by the Cestus still flings it, uh, into the the missing grating, uh, so that's yeah, and it is equally disgusting smelling. 
<laughs> yeah, that smells that's, like burning rotten flesh now. That's uh, dope. Uh, and Hob, Hob stands in such a way as to convey he did that on purpose. <laughs> Just the Superman pose, yeah. He, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, or the superhero pose. Um, okay, so now we are at the next PC slot. So Reynard or Milo. Reynard, you just had the big dog that was in front of you flung across the warehouse and into a piece of missing grating. You're welcome. Um, Milo, you still have a group of small dogs pretty close to you that Hob uh, left to go attack the bigger thing. Um, so who would like to go? Um, am I, uh, are they still like, they're not engaged with me, correct? They're in short range, but they're not engaged. Okay, in that case, if if uh, Raynaud does not mind, you go ahead. I'm gonna do. How many story points are there? Is there a place to see that on here? There is one, one currently. Yeah, in the upper right hand corner above the uh, the history chat, Ooh, all that stuff. Out of turn, incidental. Give us one back. Oh, <laughs> your your human ability. There you go. Now you have two. Okay. I'm going to do dangerous casting. Okay. And so Milo's... Story po- no, wait, no, that's brilliant casting. No, it's just Continue. a... Yeah. And... Oh, I love dangerous casting. You never do dangerous casting, and I love it so much. Oh, I'm <laughs> doing it now. And I'm also going to flip a... St- story point to okay. do brilliant casting. Okay, so you're going to add two blue. Two blue. And Milo takes his wand and does a little flick at that group of dogs that's currently unengaged with anyone. And this black... When it comes out, it looks like a little dot. A black dot comes out of his wand and slowly grows and then flattens into a disc shape. Okay. And it's has a it's a blast. Okay. So this energy, black energy shoots out, forms into a disc, and is going to try to smack these dogs. Okay. So what's the normal difficulty of the spell? It's two. Okay, so it's gonna be one red instead, because of your dangerous casting. Right. And then you get the two boost die. I love dangerous casting. It's so much fun. Which one? Okay. Which one is the red? Is that the Pentagon looking? The one right next to the blue. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the Pentagon. Maroon. All right. So, and, and that's it. Just one red. For the difficulty. Yeah. You, you have your Arcana skill plus the two blue. Right. And then one red. Yep. Okay. Four success, four advantage. Okay, so this disc goes up to these dogs and just pummels into the first one and then it blasts. So they're going to take, let me see here. Let me see if I can figure this out. <laughs> so it's, it says my spell kill, spell skill, base characteristic. So that's Arcana. So that's going to be four. uh, Intellect. Yeah, four. Four plus one for each success. So another four, so eight. So that's eight. Plus your wand. 
so that's 11. And the blast is equal to 4 also. Okay. So that is a total of... Uh, so they have their soak that happens with both the initial attack and the blast. Um, and oh, and then I, I forgot to mention that when it... When this thing blasts, it forms this bright, radiant light. <laughs> um, how beautiful. Um, <laughs> so the initial one that the disc hit just, like, is, is consumed by the shadow and just, like, gets wrecked and uh, is flung back and goes limp the the other two are still standing uh one of them is goofed up pretty bad but uh there's still two left after the blast and the shadow and the the beautiful radiant light dissipates um away from them um and they kind of turn to milo and just and begin bristling and you see their their barbed tails like stand up and kind of wave in anticipation hob i think i may have upset them <laughs> um okay reynard it's your turn so you got the three that are snarling at milo one got blasted across the way and is now underneath the floor and there's another group of three in the warehouse that are kind of looking up at eris and snarling so can i do anything to them the ones like, in the warehouse i mean like in, in general do i have to have magic or something to you have your bow. You can shoot okay, them. I didn't know if they were like undead, so I had to use something that's not a... No, 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 no. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm going to shoot them. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll shoot the ones... That Milo that made mad. Yes. <laughs> that okay. were left by Milo. All right, okay. so that's going to be your short distance, so it's one purple. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to use a story point to upgrade that, so it's a red. Um... Oh. And they also have range defense, so it's going to be one black for the difficulty. So it's your, your range skill, whatever that is, against one red and one black. And you can use a maneuver to aim to add a blue to that as well. Sure. I maneuver. <laughs> Here we go. Yay! Three success, one threat. Okay. Reynard, what's the damage? I did it. You did it. Uh, Was I supposed to do something with those four advantages? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll My bad. <laughs> That's okay. Let's Carry on. This damage. We'll come back around to that. Uh, what's damage based off of again? Seven damage is the base, uh, Reynard. So it's seven plus one for every success that you rolled. So ten damage total. Um against the ones that are looking at Milo. And with their soak, that would be... So you want... Your your arrow just cracks through the skull of one of them and just completely passes through kind of comically like the, the arrow through the head and it just freezes and then slumps to the ground, uh, leaving one left to kind of bristle at Milo. Uh, and it's the one that got pretty messed up by his blast. Um, with one threat... Uh, you know, you just had the dog, a dog the size of a pony, uh, try to jump on you. So take a, take a point of strain. 
Um, and okay, Milo, coming back around. Um, yes, thank you for suffering your two strain for the uh, for the casting, Milo. Um, for advantage. So, what would you like to do with that? Well, you would have thought in the time I had to think about it, I could have come up with something pretty decent. Yeah, but uh, that, that was the but, hope. Uh, <laughs> but no such luck. So I'm open to suggestions. Well, I mean, let's... my first thought was, you know, that they, from what I did, that they would be too disoriented and, you know, kind of take their time before they got to me. But there's only one now, so mm-hmm. I don't know, Philip. Um, you can't crit, right? That's not a thing with uh, an attack spell. Not unless you add the condition uh, by increasing the difficulty. Otherwise, you have to have a triumph to crit. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Is for advantage? Is there a mechanic that, like in D and D, a ranged attack on somebody prone gets disadvantage, right? Is there a mechanic uh, like a that? Set, a setback. So it would get a setback? Can we use forward advantage for that not to be the case? So if Iris wants to unload on the big dog, she can do it more easily? Um, oh, I'll tell you, Iris is probably going to try and blow up the group of dogs below her because she's still got blast going. Oh, well then. Yeah, I mean, effectively, like, it would just be passing a boost to try and offset the black die is what uh, would happen. Uh, I, I mean, for for advantage, can he just kill the last one? Yeah, we could do that. You could say that. Um, That's not very interesting. I was just trying to yeah. think of something. Oh, well, he it, if he had if he had asked at the beginning, you would have let him drop one for four advantage after that, right? You had activated blast, which is two advantage. To oh. be fair, so that's true. You so you spent two, two to blast, so you got two advantage. Um, how about since I can't think of anything great, we just passed a boost die. Pass the boost. Okay. Um, now we are <clears throat> on to the um, the three smaller dogs that are in the warehouse. Um, so I just think because it's going to be... You keep saying that. Are the other dogs outside the warehouse? They're at the very front with oh, the okay. other... Uh, where, where the door got flung open because nobody moved into the warehouse. Um so just because I think it's going to be visually interesting, and yeah, it's going to burn their turn, but it's going to be cool. Um, they're going to use two maneuvers to uh, to run towards the wall, and no, they'll they'll use a maneuver to run towards the wall, and they use an action to jump and try to grab onto the wall so they can try to clamber up. So it's going to be an athletics check on their part uh, to attempt to do this, um, which they don't have athletics as a group <laughs> skill. So it's just going to be three green, and. They have big old claws, so I'm going to give them a boost die because of that, and it's two purple. Um, Upgrade it. Okay. Make one of them red. I want to despair so that their hands tear off as they climb up. (laughs) (laughs) One failure, four advantage. Um, So they, they like, fling themselves at the wall and attempt to... uh, to sink their claws into the wood to try and clamber up and their their claws just like either scrape and don't gain purchase or some of them like break off because they're undead zombie <laughs> he just looks so dumb just a bunch uh, of dumb dogs trying to climb a wall uh, um, for 
advantage. Um, I'm going to say that the the impact of them hitting the wall jostled it enough to where um, your difficulty would be upgraded on your next check, Eris. Who made this building? <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Mechanically. It's a very old wooden building. That makes perfect sense. I'm just, all of a sudden, I feel way worse about us going into this building. It's just going to topple down on you. Um, also, I mean, this is like part of a tower. <laughs> yeah, Thousands part, of people are in danger. That part is scary. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, I, I've been in some industrial buildings where if you got a good head of steam, you could run through a wall. Like, they're not particularly <laughs> strong buildings. But this <laughs> is the exterior wall of a tower that's <laughs> thousands of feet high. I said yes. I agree with you on that point. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so worried now. Okay, that is the end of the round. We are at a PC slot. Um, Eris took the first slot last time, but she doesn't necessarily need to this time. But well, she, she raised her to. hand, so... I guess he raised his hand for her to <laughs> act. Eris is up there, like, "Excuse me," because uh, okay. there are little there are monsters trying to jump up and eat me. So I would like That's to true. to blast them. So Eris will uh, blast is still active, but Eris will aim directly down and try to blow up these dogs. Okay, so you notice have... that we made it like a couple arcs into this before Eric made us beat up dogs. It's Zombie true. dogs, though. Um, hey, one time they were like, lightning dogs and it still, or shadow dogs and it still sucked. <laughs> you said I have a setback? You have a boost die and an upgrade. And they have range oh, defense. Up. So also one, one of them is upgraded. Okay, so I have an extra boost die. I have a setback from the range defense. And it's going to be a purple. Wait, are they still at medium or are they short now? Um, we can call it short. So, so it's just, just one red. red? Yep. Okay. Why not? I will aim. Okay. Okay. Here go we go. Oh what? my what? Gosh. Two success, eight advantage, and a despair. Um Oh, this is such a okay. Um We'll settle the damage <laughs> first, yeah. Yeah, so how much yeah. damage? Uh eleven damage. Okay. And I'm triggering blast with two of my eight advantage. Uh, so that's an additional. That's it's blast five. Okay. And I. Two will... of them are just blown away. And completely. I will crit and kill the third one. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the whole group is just. <laughs> just. <laughs> um. But of course. Due yeah, to no, the blast right up against the wood wall. Right, yes, this terribly uh, rickety... Uh, man, I pointed out the immense danger <laughs> of the wall right, and then rolled a despair. Eric's gonna set another building we're in on fire because there's <laughs> nothing new under the sun. I was worried about the tens of thousands of people in Sharn. No, this one just has termites. Compromised. I'm not gonna bring down the entire tower. That's like two despair territory. You don't, you, um, don't, you don't know what this fire's gonna do. They are wild and unpredictable, my friend. Okay. <laughs> Um, Eris, I'm going to need a um, an athletics check. Mm. Mm-hmm. Three purple difficulty, and I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade one of those to a red. Because essentially, mm-hmm. what has happened is the blast has blown the wall underneath the window that you were perched up on out. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's compromised and about to cave in, and you're going to try to jump over and basically stop from falling. Uh, because I have wall-crawling boots and gloves. Okay. Because I have the wall-crawler talent. I would like to argue for a boost tie. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you a boost. <laughs> cool. All right. Here I we go. I just can't believe this building doesn't even have cripple studs to hold the windows up. This is not to code. <laughs> What? This mob run... Mob associated. (laughs) Meatpacking plant? I just think if there's one thing that Satan's going to make sure is well built, it's going to be his weird abattoir as he's obsessed with all over town. (laughs) One success, two advantage. Inexplicably. Um, So yeah, Eris, you've blown out the... uh, the wall. So, I mean, did the thing collapse from under me? Like the the window seat, the seat I was on collapsed from yes. under me? Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, that just fell, and you managed to so jump I just, over and... I'd like to say I just jumped up and stuck one of my gloves against the the wall above the window. Okay. And Eris is now just hanging there. Okay. So, yeah, you all see the wall get blown out from your angle, and it just come crumbling down, and you see Eris dangling from the ceiling. Eris does the Orlando Bloom physics-defying jump-off-of-falling-rubble move. Yes. Uh, and just... God, don't make me think about the Hobbit movies. Um... <laughs> Nerds, I'm trying to play a role-playing game. Stop. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but we do see three dead dogs, or the remains of three dead dogs. Yes. There's a yeah. smear, I think. Yes. Because they were I had... blown away. I had four leftover advantage that I didn't even do anything sure. with. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you, you're <laughs> more so than much advantage to do something. Um, God, uh, let's see. So there's all we've got left in the room is there's the big dog under the grate. And, okay. Can I drop a big piece of the wall on the big dog that's, that's in the hole in the grate? Sure. Um... <laughs> So, yeah. We'll or, no, go- I'm sorry. That's not as fun. Let me drop a big dog, a big wall. Uh, let me drop a big chunk of the wall on the dog that's in front of Milo. Okay. Okay. On the, on the leftover minion. Um, okay. So, yeah. I will go ahead and roll um, just a, a basic ranged attack. Okay. Um, so, I feel like the moment when the big dog breaks up through the, through the grate is when I want to preserve in the narrative. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just see if it does any damage to the thing. Uh, what? <laughs> yes! Absolutely Three success, amazing. two threat, and a triumph. It's so um, dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the damage alone kills it. Um, it's snarling towards Milo, and then... <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, Milo, you're standing there. This dog is inching towards you, and just a chunk of wood comes flying out of nowhere and just launches it um, out off the off the platform into the into the 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 abyss below. Um, Many thanks, Eris. <laughs> right. Um, okay. That was so, mine. Um. Two threat, um, Milo. You met you, you, you. Stound calm, cool, and collected. You just had a piece of debris come flying about eighty miles an hour, literally feet away from you. Uh, so you're gonna have a setback die on your next on your next roll um, with those two threat. And 
Um, the Triumph. What do you all want to do with the Triumph? From the debris flying everywhere. The other Man. big dog dies, too. No. no. <laughs> no that's not... Uh, that's not uh, fun? No. <laughs> it ends it? <laughs> and nothing's more fun to Trevor than ending the game that we're playing. That's no. the point! The point is to, point is to win! <laughs> that's not the point, Trevor. <laughs> The point, point is, is to, to play ourselves. together. <laughs> Tell a compelling story. To have fun with your friends and Trevor. <laughs> I have I have one. It's not at all helpful to us. I, but I it's love hilarious. it. We I don't know that we need help right now, so yeah. yeah. I wanna say that the big chunk that falls lands in such a way that it crashes through the grating. And we, the camera shifts down, and we see the big dog climbing up and shaking itself off when this rock falls, hits the other end of something, and just rockets it. Like, <laughs> flips it like, just like a seesaw. <laughs> just rockets it back up through the floor. <laughs> and, and right back into the same hole. <laughs> no, I want it to, I want it to I want that to be how it gets out. I want it to land. Um, still prone and disoriented. Yeah, it's not well, a triumph obviously. for the dog. Well, obviously. But it's a triumph for the story. It's a triumph for us and the listeners. It's, it's, a, it's a triumph for if we ever had uh, people who did regular fan, fan art. art. <laughs> Please, if ever you are an artist and you were going to do fan art, <laughs> the, now the, is the moment. This the, series of absurd roles is the, the bar moment. guest getting launched into the air. Um... Okay, so yeah, another chunk comes, and yeah, the grating that fell, it, it wasn't like a piece of grating was missing, like the support had gone, and so part of the grate was sticking up, and it fell underneath, and it's crawling back up, and it gets on that side of the grating, and a chunk of, of this wooden stone comes flying across and hits the other side, and just the thing ragdolls up into the air. Um, kind a couple of, of birds fly in through the now open wall and circle around its head, <laughs> tweeting. Uh, and it comes crashing down through some equipment. There's a um, moment where it pauses at the apex up near Eris, looks at Eris, and holds up a sign that says, Help! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, on, well, now. we appreciate you guys listening for this long. You really gave it a good run, but I understand. Two, 200 episodes, you know, we had to do something. So. Okay, this is our 200th episode, and we're doing this Keystone Cops bullshit. Um, hey, guys, okay. the reviewed is the next episode. Ask us anything about how excited we were to get to 200 that we gave you this. Um, okay, that is the PC slot. Um we no longer have these two NPC slots. We're going to remove that one. We're going to remove this one. Um, okay, so the dog lands <laughs> prone and disoriented. Uh, so it's going to use a maneuver to stand up. Um, Doesn't it have some sort of disadvantage to something because disoriented? Does it have to? I mean, any setback dies. Any checks it makes, it adds a setback. Okay. Because uh, of the birds. Um, so the. <laughs> so. Never mind. Um, okay, so it is going to use its swift. Um, it's going to suffer two strain. Um, yeah. 
to um, to get another maneuver, and it's going to sprint at uh, at Hob, who blasted it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's going to make an attack. Okay. Um, so that is going to be to yellow, to green. I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade one of those green to another yellow, just so I spend it. Um, you are not prone or immobilized, so nothing for that. Uh, no, it's I'm a melee hob. check, so two. Uh, you have one defense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, so that's two green and two purple versus two red and one black. <clears throat> Would you like to spend a story point to upgrade the difficulty? Nah, we're good. That is so many dice. One success, one advantage. I said we're uh, good. <laughs> um, okay, so Hob, that is going to be seven damage. Um, and you are... No, it doesn't have enough advantage to activate knockdown, so you are still standing. So the thing launches itself at you and manages to, to get through your defenses a bit. Um, and it's just snarling and right up on you. Um, feels like my turn, guys. Is that, is that cool? <laughs> yes. No, not yet. <laughs> what? Not yet. <laughs> Milo moves up to. Wait, really? Hob. Oh, yes. Okay. 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 Milo moves up to Hob and casts Barrier. <laughs> just because, <laughs> out of habit. I am. There's a dog on. Okay, this is fine. Let's say. Do let's it. say you. Let's say he started casting barrier as the dog was leaping and is now finishing the spell. What is this episode? Um. <laughs> Not augment to yeah. stop your attack. Barrier. <laughs> so you suffer two strain. Uh, go ahead and make your roll for barrier. Are you just going to do standard barrier? Or are you going to augment? No, it's it a, it's empowered. Okay, so, that so that's it. a difficulty of two. Two, okay. And whoops, I guess I. What the heck? And you and you have a setback die from the threat earlier. So add one black to that. One board. black one. Because a giant chunk of wood almost killed you. Three success and a threat. So, uh, you now add. How much to his soak? Seven. Uh, the barrier reduces damage equal to the number of uncancelled successes instead of the normal effect. Keep forgetting there's no like base to barrier yeah. like attack. So yeah. Um, One threat, suffer an extra point of strain. My so my soak goes up by three. By yeah. three. Right after I got it. <laughs> and and suffered exactly three wounds. Yep. Um <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, Reynard, do you want to go or do you want to <laughs> <laughs> go Reynard? Go. No, 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 really. I'm fine. I like it this way. Go ahead and see what you can do. No, because you uh, use arrows and they're literally on me. I mean, yeah. Oh, wait, that, that Reynard could cast augment as well. Reynard does have that in his repertoire, but, um, I mean, come on though. No, yeah. it should be it should be Hob's turn. Yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it should be, be, but what are we even doing anymore? We had this dog <laughs> flying all over the place. Okay, that was awesome. You can just it was, shut it was, up. It was absolutely awesome. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use a story point 
Okay. I uh, flipped it, and I'm going to... I want to roll first. I'm just going to... I want to punch him, you know, with my Sesta. Okay. So, two. Yep. Two purple? Yep, two purple. Let's see what happens. <clears throat> upgrade it. The points aren't going to go anywhere. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I did. I'll, oh, you I'll know upgrade what? it on my end. Oh, you're going to upgrade it. Okay. Oh. oh, I used one of your points. Yeah, he knocked um, it off. Sure. Right, yeah, so let me get switch. one red, one purple. Right, and I'm going to go ahead and aim. I don't need to take strain because I don't need to maneuver to get to him because he's all up my butt. So never mind. I'm going to aim. That and is where he is. Here we go. There's a lot of dice. For nothing. How boring. I mean, two, two success, success, two advantage. That's, two yeah. advantage. So here is what's up. They take, ooh, is that four damage, right? My sister or two? No, it's your- it's two, but it's also plus your brawn. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. So that's seven and eight damage. And I'm going to use those two success to go and throw another eight damage on there with my key. Essentially, here, I'll narrate it. Hob comes up from... Uh, my assumption is this is one of those things where it's like, you know, paws on shoulders snapping at me kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. So, so Hob just puts both hands together in front of his own chest and just pushes outward to get the dog off of him and as the dog is moving off of him he goes ahead and just up gives a good old uppercut as well for his second strike using his key monk ability which would be a total of 16 damage okay boom well he has a silk of 15 so (laughs) (laughs) he shouldn't have bitten me Um, so yeah, uh, go ahead and narrate how you utterly decimate this thing from existence. Well, I've been playing a lot of Phoenix Immortals, or Immortals Phoenix Rising, and the fun thing about that game is that oh, when you, yeah. is that when, Me you too. Kill, when you kill an enemy, they don't like crumple and they don't disappear. They get yeeted into the sun in a fiery blast as though the gods have called them home. So I think what's going to happen is that second punch... Sends this dog, I just for whatever reason, it doesn't make sense, who cares? Sends this dog as high as that triumph sent him into the air. <laughs> and right back down through the hole. <laughs> and yes. And when and when and when Hobbes sees that that dog is now not moving beneath them through the grating, he turns around and he goes. Well, it's been a pleasure surfing alongside you. I'll close my eyes and make it quick. He's been bit, and he thinks he's going to turn into a zombie. <laughs> Eris. Well, wait. Uh, Reynard, <laughs> do what you must. <laughs> and he closes his eyes, and he just waits. Because <laughs> he realized, one, he doesn't want Eris to live with having killed him, and two, she might right now, because... <laughs> She's been talking a lot about killing people. Um, I mean, Reynard, do you shoot him? Like, no. Reynard picks up a rock and just throws it at him. <laughs> just a little stone. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, bounces off his peck. <laughs> uh, the the halfling approaches like, um, uh, uh thank you. For Piece your... of the wall falls down behind him. Yeah. Uh, help. And uh, fix your problem. You're gonna want to stay away. I don't know how quickly this thing acts. Huh? Um, (laughs) This is flavor. (laughs) Yeah, I know. 
So, I'm so going with you in this. I'm playing with you in the space, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> so here's the thing. I I don't have the, um, the, the the physical strength to get my feet up. Um, I'm I'm kind of stuck. Uh, Hob walks. How high up are you? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it's but, a it's a it's a big warehouse kind of. But there's no so. way that Eris has the core strength to flip her feet up and get the and engage the boots. No, I think um, Hob Hob walks under you and puts his arms out, offering to catch you if you drop. It makes the most sense to him. It's up to it's up to you. Uh, Milo goes up with his wand and nope. casts the equivalent of a feather fall. Yeah, I mean that's a utility spell. That's okay. yeah. Um uh all right. Eris Eris will let go and drift. Floats into Hobbs arms. <laughs> no, once she starts floating, Hobbs like, "Oh, she's fine." <laughs> I like to think that feather fall for- forces you to fall like a feather. Though. That's that's the one condition of the spell. So Hobbs um, running back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, vis- the visual was great, guys. You're just gonna have to trust me. Yeah, so this this was a uh, a pain pain gig, right? Um, your uh, your your employer will take care of that matter. I I believe. Um, we are going to be sending them uh, uh, their requested payment to us for for damages. But uh, yeah, you'll you'll need to be in contact with them for payment. Hub. Hub kind of looks around at the damage done, and then he looks at all of the meat that they've spared, and then he realizes that he doesn't know construction prices nor grocery prices, and he just kind of says, oh, it's probably even. And then he takes out two copper, and he slaps it on the nearest surface, and he picks up some good handfuls of meat. He says, I assume this covers the employee discount. Uh, sure. Clean meat. He knows which meat is, is, <laughs> yeah. has not been has not been defiled by these dogs. Uh, thank you all for, for your assistance. with the remnant of these dogs. Um, okay, and that's uh, that's what we're gonna call the up. You all head back uh for the rest of your day. <laughs> um, we hope you all enjoyed this this fun romp. Uh, but we understand. <laughs> <laughs> we understand if you didn't. No, this was think, this was funny. This yeah, was think, this was vintage Eberron renewed, is what this was. <laughs> Just a revisiting where we where we started before we get sad again. I so, made those boots and the gloves too. I, believe me, that was going to come up if, if Eric hadn't ended the episode. I promise we were going to talk at least about the boots and the gloves, my man. I promise. <laughs> Jeff intended that. We'll get to it next session. I swear. <laughs> that and your bird. Let me know if you do anything else cool. <laughs> We're gonna... Thank you all so much for listening. If you would like to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, head on over to our Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. We also have a Discord uh, that you can find the link to on our website, thegeekpantheon.com, um, or on all of our social medias. Um, we also have a Twitter and an Instagram, at The Geek Pantheon, on both those platforms. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon, 
if you enjoy the shows and you want to join our Patreon community, we would love to have you. Uh, you get access to some special channels in the Discord uh, for any tier. And then there's a variety of tiers. Uh, if you enjoy the Eberron reviewed episodes, those are our Patreons that get to ask us those questions for those episodes. So if you want your questions answered, uh, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon. Yes, Jeff. Can I say one thing? Uh, I, I want to mention something we don't mention often enough. We have a um, a wiki. I believe it's through fandom. I don't know, if, but it is. Uh, yeah. Um, if you search for Eberron accrued, accrued mm-hmm. you can find it. And that wiki has been almost single-handedly run by uh, our listener, Laura, who we mention a lot on reviewed episodes because she always has questions. And I just want to encourage anybody who has experience editing wiki pages or enjoys this show enough they want to learn how to, she has been doing it almost alone and deserves the most decadent pizza party ever uh, for that service. But I now she's covering Kyber Shards as well and could probably use a hand. So if anybody's interested in that, if you're in the Discord, reach out to her there or whatever mechanisms for that wiki or fandom dot 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 domain uh, name. Uh, I don't know what they're master. I don't know if they're a call or an award. They could be a dot TV. I don't know. Tuvalu's doing crazy things. But anyway, um, uh, perhaps get in touch with her and let's see if she needs some help. Because yeah. especially yeah. with the new show being added, um, I she does great work, and uh, we really appreciate her, and we don't say it often enough, so I wanted to get that in there. Yeah. Eberron-accrued.fandom.com. There we go. There it is. Dot com um, spelled C-O-M. <laughs> well done. Um, so, yeah, and uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Jeff, for that. And thank you all for 200 episodes. If you've been here since the beginning or you've picked up with this new campaign, or if this is your first episode, I'm very sorry, and uh, reset your expectations in for episode 201. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's been a heck of a ride, and uh, here's to 200 more, and not a single one over that. Uh, <laughs> the next review uh, is a clip show, right? We've yeah. made a pack. <laughs> we've made a pack. You know what? We will, actually, because we didn't touch on it, I promise we will spend some time in the review, since it's just next episode, yeah. reminiscing on... At the very least, the, this whole campaign, we obviously won't get into campaign one spoilers, but I'm yeah. sure there will be talk. So, Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I have been your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We will see you next time.